With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. On Giddy Up, the weekend preview with Dean Watling, Mick Gannon, and Jack Dickens. When there's a little horse waiting at the bottom of the English slot He's been waiting down there, waiting for a race They never ever see him from the top He gets pushed around, knocked to the ground He gets to his feet and he screams What about kids? It isn't fair He's had enough, now he wants his share, can't you see? He wants to race. Unbelievable. Shadow Noel, marketing genius from Jack Dickens and the Mailbag Bloodstock team with Keats. He'll be going around the Petty Young on Saturday afternoon at Sandown and he's trying to get your vote. So make sure you vote for Keats because it's one for the battlers, as Dico points out. It's also a, one, G, just for people I'm who enjoy introduce content you, Dico. that's interesting and relevant. Dicko, you've got to let me introduce you before you start talking. Otherwise, I'll tell people not to vote for Keats. But I would highly recommend you vote for Keats. Um, terrific story. They've done a lot to promote this horse for this race. And, um, yeah, I hope he gets into the, to the contest, Keats. So he, he has got my vote, would you believe, Keats? The $25,000 purchase online um, and uh, – I know, I know a few of their owners, and they are living their dreams. So well done to you, Jack Dickens. As I say, a good morning to you. Good morning, Jay. I appreciate you and the boys. Yeah, they got yeah. around it this morning. I was a bit worried about how I'd have to open the show this morning, but the boys stepped up, and <laughs> um, the team is united as one. Um, if anyone out there has any other ideas for how we can promote our horse and this race, um, yeah, get in touch. Uh, big shout-out to Tyson Hunter and Adrian Gruber, who have been a big part of our creative so far. Having a lot of fun, G. From the great tip off, Michael Gaddon, good morning. Morning, G. Morning, Dino. Morning, Dicko. Great work with the mural. Great work with the song. You're all over it. I'm looking forward to see what's next, though. And this There's man... More. There is more coming. Yeah, this man's on fire from the barrier attendant. Um, his name's Dean Watling. You're seeing them beautifully at the moment. Hello to you, Dino. Morning, G. Dicko. Um, Gunner, yeah, it's an outstanding effort, Dicko, and um, hopefully the weekend preview family gets around you and Keats in the All-Star Miles and gets him into the race because it'll be a fascinating story, and I'm sure he'll run a good race. Huey Fitzpatrick, um, he's just been... Dom- yeah, he's been dominating TikTok. If you haven't seen that video there on TikTok last Saturday when he was with David Taggart not talking, um, one of the greatest videos <laughs> that I've ever seen. Um, he's just put up... a. He just put up a tweet and it reads on SEN Track. You can follow us at um, at SEN Track, of course. Saturday's racing is off its head. Which Group 1 are you most excited for? Um, Blue Diamond Stakes, Futurity Stakes, Chipping Norton Stakes and Surround Stakes. So start voting. It's going to be a great weekend. We'll get to those races in just a moment as we start the preview. But I think... I think we'll start with the Blue Diamond Lads, the Group 1 two-year-old contest there at Sandown on Saturday. And, Dick, I'll go to you here first. I was talking to Kieran Maher and um, a few of the other major players for the Stable Mail in the first hour and just trying to work out how this race will will work out in the early stages there at Sandown over the 1,200 metres. What are you thinking? Well, I'm guessing, which I hate doing, because I think speed maps are crucial and they're really, really crucial on Saturday. Uh, I think the instructor rolls forward, extreme threat rolls forward, party for two, exploring, have to roll forward. Then you've got Zulkafar, Zulukar, uh, Picky, Brave Halo, Zabaneko, Barber. What do they do from the wide draws? And then there's even VC from 14. Uh, I think the, the bomb-proof PR map horse is Steel City and Arkansas Kid. Um maybe barber but a lot of speed it's just chaos like if they if a couple of horses stop in front of you you, you're gone here you know it's a big big momentum track the 1200 meter shoot start 
Well, there's not a shoot start. It's a 1200 meter start. The lakeside. It's just going to be chaos. It's going to be I a lot wait. of. It's going to be a lot of fun watching this race. Thanks to Bet Three Six Five, the world's favourite online betting company. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 Here's the market. Barber five fifty. Then we go down to Little Bros at ten dollars. Brave Halo, the WA star at eight dollars. The instructor unbeaten, but he's been easy in the market at ten dollars. Don Corleone at ten dollars. Exploring at thirteen. Um, Steel City is into favourite now at $4.20. And then we go to Extreme Threat at 26 The horse that um, Kieran gave a good push for as well, VC at a price at $19. And even Sulfaqua at $26. Bing Cox was bullish about its chances as well. So, Dean Watling, I go to you here. What are we doing in this year's Blue Diamond? Fascinating race. Dicko touched on it. The map here is very, very crucial. And I think that's where... I've arrowed in at, I think there's three genuine winning chances. I think Steel City's one, Don Corleone's the other, and the instructor is the third. I think Steel City brings the best form lines clearly, uh, ran second to Red Resistance on debut, and then ran second to Learning to Fly. So those horses are coming out, franked that form, winning both their next starts, blinkers on first time, barrier five can just camp off his speed, has good tactical speed. As long as they don't land on the rails, I think off the rails is crucial here. You don't want to be cluttered up needing a run. So... I've got Steel City on top. Love the profile. I think the instructor's the sleeping giant in this race. He's only had to do what he's had to do in his first two starts. He really gives me the vibes of a horse who you raise the bar and he jumps it. I love the map. I love his early speed. He's going to be out of the ruck. Um, he can take a sitting beyond the speed or he can take up the running. He's got that versatile pattern. Three weeks between runs and a, a nice jump out next to Anavisio, who's franked that form. Um, I think the instructor's a great chance and I think the other ones don't call it own with a great SP. In this race, I'll be backing um, Steel City, fellas, and the instructor at odds. Mickey Gannon? Yeah, i tell you what, Dino's all over it. The boys all over it. I think the maps are very important. Steel City is probably the one that maps perfectly, has the most upside with the blinkers going on and brings the strongest form lines. Uh, I definitely think Don Corleone can win the race. Grand final stable, grand final day. Other horse here at $71, which is definitely worth a look at, is the Sonic Boom for the Freeman Stable. Blinkers go on first time. We've seen that um, with uh, Artorius. We've seen that with uh, Domir. Uh, Blinkers going on first time to win a diamond. Huge price, worth a place bet. The Sonic Boom. Uh, but I think Still City and Don Corleone are the best winning chances, G. Ronnie says, Sensical at a big price for Peter Moody can win the Blue Diamond, Dicko. Yeah, I don't mind Sensical. I think he's right. Um, I think I wanted to tip Steel City, but I, you know how much I hate following these two in, G. So what do I do? Well, winners uh, win, mate. So you should. Look, you Steel City. last week. Whoa, be careful, young man. Um, <laughs> Steel City is the easiest bet to have in this race, for sure. <laughs> Maps best, forms best, uh, grand final yard, um, $800,000 horse. Um, ticks a lot of boxes. I wanted to back VC. I'm just really worried the map. I like Sensical. I think it's a price that you could back it at, but I hate the map on the lakeside. Same story to Sonic Boom. Uh, I thought Little Bros and Don Corleone were two value hopes, but Don Corleone is going to need an absolute miracle mm, map-wise. Exactly. Uh, and Little Bros... Little Bros is a hope here because it, it could easily tag the back of Barber or Steel City, which would be the two favourites. And if it's good enough, They'll flash late. I reckon this would be suicidal tempo, like unbelievably fast, which could bring a number of them undone. Gents, if, you, if you're talking about sensical, um, Dasonic Boone did beat it and blinkers go on, it'll improve at three or four lengths. So if you consider sensical a chance at 26, Dasonic Boom at 71 has to be a bet. So what are yeah, we? Yeah, I think they both are. Yep. Like so potentially. So $50, you know the drill, lads. What are we doing then in the Blue Diamond? I'll go first. I think I'll have $30 on Steel City, number 12, and I have $20 on Instructor, number six. Love it. I have $20 Don Corleone, $20 Steel City, and five each way on my outsider, the Sonic Boom. DK? $45 the 12 Steel City, $5 the four little bros. And with our Futures Cup, Everybody tips Steel City. So that's just over a week ago. Blinkers on Steel City. Um, God bless her. She's got, she'll start favourite. I've got no doubt about that. Kira Ma gave her a good push. So 
Looking forward. I, I don't think though, Jay, she's any. She's a lot better than these horses. She's yeah. just got the perfect barrier and the perfect map here. Mm. What about in the Futurity Group One weight for age? Thunderstruck three twenty, Alligator Blood three eighty, Mister Brightside five dollars, and then Nugget at six dollars. My Oberon at twelve dollars. My Oberon probably needs to win this race to get into an All Star Mile. Um, he's outside of the top ten, and if you win this race, you can get automatic selection into the All-Star Mile. Dicko, how do you read this race? The map, I think, is pretty easy. Alligator Blood leads. Brightside might be outside of him. Thunderstruck third and with Nugget in fourth. Is that how you read it? No, I had Nugget and Mr. Mozart leading. Uh, Laura Vindices might want to try and go forward. Alligator Blood fresh. I think I reckon I'll sort of be half city on it and it'll probably have the back of Nugget. Uh, Mr. Brightside and I'm Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck would land Coffin here. Mm. Um, Oberon and Aegon back pair. Uh, do you want me to go through what I like or yes. what do you want? Yes, I, I, I love I'm Thunderstruck here and I love Mr. Brightside. I think they were really good runs. They've got race fitness on their side versus some key rivals here. Um, I, I just can't get over the prices. Like, All right. I just I just don't understand how Mr. Brightside should be a lot shorter than he is. He's flying. His trials were elite. His first run was a big box tick. This is a soft map. I love it. So Brightside and Thunderstruck for Dicko and the Futurity, Mickey Gannon. Interesting one here. Um, I'm Thunderstruck gets the crossover nose band off first time. I've got a sense that they want to go forward and be more aggressive. They've been talking about it for a very, very long time. Is it the day they do it? I don't know. Probably the race to do it in. Uh, 1,400 metres second up. Bit of a query for mine. I'd be very shocked if, if they don't go to the lead here. Um, Blake Shin on Alligator Blood, which is from that stable. I think they'll definitely push forward. Um, and if they do push forward, Alligator Blood should be getting the job done. Um, if they don't, then I'll be with um, Thunderstruck. It's a very, very hard race to have a bet on early without knowing their plans that I'm Thunderstruck, G. Tactics will play a major part. We'll get your thoughts in just a moment, Dino. Make sure you send your text messages in, 0499 736 736. And if you're in Melbourne tomorrow, Dicko's got uh, this... <laughs> I've seen him play golf, so you wouldn't learn anything from him. But he said that if you can put up with him for 18 holes, and good luck if you think that would be a good idea. Um, the best text message, according to Dicko, you can win a round of golf with him tomorrow morning. What's a golf course called, Dicko? Uh, Ran Furley. It's a golf day for a footy club out there. All right, um, and let's not talk about your behaviour on the golf course. All right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's uh, 10 o'clock in news time. We'll get Dino's tips. <laughs> for the um, futurity straight after the news. This is the weekend preview. We get set for a, a wonderful weekend of racing. Sandown, we're going to host a group ones, the Blue Diamond and the Oakley Plate, along with the futurity. And in Sydney, we've got the Chipping Norton Stakes, which will be the highlight, which sees the return of the best in the business. Adam Moe also got the surround um, for the Phillies over the 1,400 metres. We're up to the Futurity. Dicko's with Mr. Brightside Thunderstruck. Staking plan with that 50 bucks there, Dicko. Is it $50 at $25 each? How are you, how are you playing? 30 Thunderstruck and yep. 20 Brightside. And Mickey, I, was, I think you're sitting on the fence, aren't you, in the Futurity? Splinters. Real, splint, real splinters. G, we'll have 25. I'm Thunderstruck, 25 Alligator Blood. And Dana, what are you doing in the Futurity? Yeah, I want to be against Alligator Blood. I think his fresh runs have been his worst. So I think this is the time to beat him. I'm Thunderstruck, gets every possible chance. Carr jumped off last start and said he was a little bit um, on the bigger side, so he should come on dramatically. And my O'Brien SP, the same price, Alligator Blood in the Champions Mile. Blinkers off, don't worry about the trials. He's a bomb fresh horse. I think he can run a race. So I'll have 40 on, on Thunderstruck and 10 on my O'Brien. That's an interesting one when we profile horses, Dicko. My O'Brien... Looking at the voting for the All-Star Mile, probably needs to win this race to get into the All-Star Mile because, say, I wish I win's unlikely, I reckon, anyway, to go into that race. So, Well, you'd think that Waikato start and Peter Moody would have more than enough and they'd probably do the right thing and just take themselves out so that, you know, the people who want to race in it could. But they could change their mind, Dicko, so I think it's fair enough. Like, it's a $5 million race. If they think that they're 10% of going into the All-Star Mile, um, mm. you would stay in well, you do you, G, as we always say, but maybe also, you know, we get Junior on, uh, Mick Junior, and find out about Jacono. It's a cult. Like, surely it's not going to go to the All-Star Mile. Well, if it wins the Australian Guineas, um, yeah, I think it, I think it's a chance to go to the All-Star Mile. 
I'd be going to win group races with it. But if it wins a Group One Australian Guineas, there's your Group One, isn't it? Yeah, but the more the more you win, the more you can charge per serve. All right, then. I'll, I'll we might ask Michael Kent Jr. I'll text him to see what he's doing with Jack and I. Um, so staking plans twenty five dollars each for Thunderstruck and Obrim for you there, Dino. Yeah, no, sorry, forty on Thunderstruck and ten on my yeah. Oberon, please, G. Just with my Oberon, then, Dicko. So talking about grand finals, they need to win this to get into the race. So um, they need to be ready to go, ready to rumble. Yeah, and how do we know if they are or they're not? Like, it's just a big guess. Well, they I, want I it. They... Blinkers off isn't a sign that they are intent, and yeah. intending to like fire all the cannons here. If yeah. they fire all the cannons, amazing tempo probably suits on Thunderstruck even more. He is the best weight for age horse in this race. Yeah. And he was well, well, very well backed first up, which tells me he's right on track. Let's have a look at the Oakley plate. Rockin' Horse, $41. We bet three six five. Lombardo, $34. Mars Crusader, 26 The Astrologist, 34 King of Sparta at 9 Zoo Stole, $31. A couple of nice horses at a big price here. Marine One at 23 Uncommon James, 10 As Fura. First up, this preparation at five fifty. Lofty Strike at ten. Chain of Lightning at eight fifty. Shooting for Gold, forty one. I am me at six fifty. Then we go to Star Patrol at seven fifty. Zapateo. G. Finn Cox gave her a good push this morning. First up at seventeen dollars, and then big prices for the rest because they are, they are the emergencies. Um, few questions coming through. One about Mars Crusader. In fact, there's a couple about Mars Crusader, would you believe? I noticed Mars Crusader is unbeaten in Melbourne on a turn. Obviously hates the Flemington Strait. Is he a hope, um, lads? And morning team in the Oakley Plate, Mars Crusader's profile and race pattern obviously isn't sustainable and attractive. However, do you think $31 is overs for that horse? Um, has a solid record around a turn. That's from James. We'll go with you, Mickey Gannon. Do you give Mars Crusader a hope? I know... Uncle Wayne was a little bit bullish about his chances. Uh, gee, without a shadow of a doubt, um, his career best form on a dry deck, and, and as the uh, text message has said, around a turn, is very, very good. And you look at it and you think, Mars Crusader, bloody getting on. He's only, he's only six years of age. He's been up there with the best of the best. He's only got 57 kilos here. Uh, it just depends on how ready, you know, how good they have him, sorry, how fit they have him and ready to go here. 1,100 metres, but there'll be plenty of pace on. And I mentioned it earlier on our all-in show during the week with Dino. It'd be awesome. You know, it'd be great for the game to see Mars Crusader bounce back in a race like this. So what are you doing, Mickey Gannon, the Oakley Plate? It's going to be a fun race. Don't forget they come out of the shoot here and the winning post is back 80 metres. So it's a little bit confusing trying a to work out. Yeah, a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. But... We're going to go with a little bit, are we? Yeah, just a little bit. Old splinters has turned into three of you. It's, it's horrendous yeah. and it's really, really tricky and confusing for punters. Race... Races five and six, Gareth are on the hillside track mm-hmm. off the eight hundred meter start, and this this race is off the is on the hillside essentially with an eighty meter back shoot and a twenty meter extended winning post. So I don't know where you get the information from clearly, but it's very confusing for the punter at home. But that's what the go is. So I races just... five and six, eight hundred meters, basically the hillside track, and the yep. last race is basically the hillside track. The rest of them are the lakeside as it's. But what normal. I'm saying is that we sort of know what happened there when we saw mm. this type of profile shape last meeting at Sandown. So what they do is they put the barriers back as f- as far as they can, which they go back about, um, I think. 20 metres. Yeah. How much? 80 metres or something yeah. like that. Yeah. No, it's 20 metres barriers 20 metres and then, and then the 80 metres past goes... the winning post. Yeah. Yep. So yep. it'll be a weird old Oakley plate to watch. So what are we doing then? Um, we'll go with you, Dicko, since you're up and about about this race. And so... Um, looking forward to it. Uh, I, I thought it was just complete guess because I'm, and that's all we can do because we're going to have no idea because we haven't raced on this track all day, even though it's the last race. I'm just going to completely pen anything worse than midfield. Um, and I'm going to bet, and I'm going to bet with a bit of confidence here at big prices. <laughs> I love the six zoo style, love the trial, love the map, forward, wide, perfect. Uncommon James, beautiful map, forward, wide, love it. Shooting for gold. Gareth, I think you might have said a different word last time. Shooting for gold. I like that too. I'm going to have something on it. And the 14 Maliva. So I'm going to back four horses at pretty big prices. Uncommon James around the $10 mark, but the other the other three horses, sort of $30, $40, and $60. Shooting for gold. Um, Mickey Gannon, what are you doing in the 
Oakley play. I love Digo's push for uh, for Zeus style um, group one, wait for age form. That's very good. So you can't let that go around. I think as far as a quality mare, I think she comes through some decent races as well. Bloody hard race to uh, to find a winner. Lofty Strike was pretty impressive coming from behind last start. If you go and look for a back marker, gee, uh, I think we could bet those three and probably still miss because it's that hard a race. So Sue Style is four and Lofty Strike in your calculations. Dino, what are you doing in the Oakley Plate? It's a phenomenal race. Oh, I love profiling these big sprint races. Um, eight out of the last 11 winners of this race have carried under 54 kilos. So I've really arrowed into that. I think there's an astronomical amount of speed early. I think you want to be off rails. There should be a three, four wide line. So I'm looking for horses that sit off the speed, have a really sharp turn of foot and um, can close off. I think we saw that um, on the prelude day when Lofty Strike won. That was the one 1100 meter race with genuine tempo and he descended on him. So I'm really keen to back star patrol here he was phenomenal first up over the thousand meters lovely tick over trial now he's essentially third up with that tick over trial barry nine's probably bang on perfect should just settle off the, the speed and possibly in that three wide line i think he's got the elite turn of foot to win this race um and up to 1100 i love and i think the forgotten horse is number 16 zapateo she is dead set an elite first up horse i harp on all the time as well with the common stables trials have been phenomenally good barry 12 like i mentioned off rails has a turn of foot, can camp just off the speed. Um, so I really like this race, and I'm really keen to bet up on number 15, Star Patrol, and number 16, Zapatea. I think there's two points there, though, Dean, that I'll just question you on. is a wetty, isn't it? Yeah, wet tracker. And the rail's out 10 metres for the meeting where it did sort of look a bit half-even on the hillside. It's going to be back in the true. Yeah, I think just with the pressure though, you got IME punches up for one. It's only chances if it probably leads or coffins itself. And I think then you got horses like Asaphora, Marine One. They're all going to be punching forward. They might even meet a four wide line. Um, I'm not too concerned over Zapateo's um, wet form. She's got a peg rating on my stuff of 101.1 on a, a good four track. So I don't think that's too much of a concern unless it sort of gets to the, the firm two range. Um, but I just think you want to be off rails, getting to that middle part of the track with that extreme tempo. Um, if they're going to win from up in front, I think they're going to be going astronomically fast here. So a few of the stables keen on their chances. When you had a chat to Vin Cox, he mentioned that Zapatero might be the best for the weekend from, uh, from the Cadolphin team. Of course, Animos um, was his number one selection, but at a price, Zapatero has been working the house down. Kira Mar all over IME from an inside gate saying that she's the best for the Mar and Eustace team over the weekend. And also... Henry DeWye was keen, of course, and as for us saying that he can't get her any better. Was there any trainers there that said theirs can't win? Well, Mick Kent, Michael Kent Jr. said Lombardo will need the run. Perfect. That's yep. great. Um, Dicko. Probably yeah, Lobs. Dicko, I would yeah. put the tongue no, tie on. No, you know it's going to happen now. Dicko, I would put the tongue tie on if you want to criticise myself for giving that information whoa, after whoa, you whoa. look like it. I'm not criticizing you, you at all, great man. Well, I'm just trying just to get a bit of insight on some of the operators. Yeah, I know. Just you doubted you doubted the driver last week and you had ego on your face. So mm, that's um, true. I was yes. wondering when when is the driver coming up? Yep. And there we go, we got it. Hey, we might take a break on the other side of it. We'll see what Dicko has to say. I wonder if he's biased about the horse that he owns in Keats when we preview the Peter Young straight after this. There's a lot of hoo-ha going around about Keats. Um, Kieran, you're not scared of Keats for the Bloodstock team? But no, I'm not worried about Keats. <laughs> there you go, Dicko. You've got to take on Kieran Murray and David Eustace. And... So full, full credit to Kieran for uh, coming back from America to get here for the big money, oh, the big price money races. Full credit. One of the greatest operators of all time, doing a phenomenal job and has a, an amazing band of horses headed to the races on Saturday. Yep. I wish Kieran the best of luck. And um, he's got Gold Trip at 290. He says that horse, the Melbourne Cup champ, is completely unders in the Peter Young. Emissary is at $4.60, um, was third in a Melbourne Cup. Then we've got Numerian at $9, Young Verter at $10, Surefire at $8. Keats backed off the map here at $10 with Bet365 and Steinem at $9. Kieran Murray indicated that Steinem might just be their best chance in this race. Dicko, what are you thinking here in this year's Peter Young? Can Keats win? 100% it can win. Um, it's going to be a fascinating race for punters who love watching the market and learning what matters to the big boys. So if people respect the the 3200 Melbourne Cup 
and the the wet figures of some of these well-performed big boy horses, then the market will go one way. And if it just pens them, then it'll go the other way. And you'll be able to learn what the big guys do mm-hmm. here really clearly and take that to, to use for yourself moving forward. Um, this, I, I'm myself penning Gold Trip on a firm track, penning the Marion on a firm track, no compromise firm track. Il Paradiso, first up three years, pen. Uh, I'm focusing heavily on the, on the, the fitter horses uh, as a form analyst. And I think that leans to deny knowledge, Steinem and Keats. Um, I think Keats will roll forward. Well, I know he roll forward. Uh, so will deny knowledge. Steinem's the classic sort of Kira Ma, I'm a horseman setup. You know, freshened, 800 meters first up. It'll run a huge race and the, the Colt will just be all up and about. I bet you it runs a big, big race. Just hope it's not good enough to beat Keats. I'm working around those three horses, G. I think deny knowledge is the the horse that the market has missed in this race mm-hmm. and is a really, really juicy price there. I think it's around $21, mate. But uh, Keats is uh, a very fair price and uh, we're, we're really excited about Saturday. Do you lead? Um, we're, 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 we'll be positive and uh, we'll be leading at the 200. <laughs> Splinters. Splinters, <laughs> yes. Splinters. No, well, if they're not knowledge or, you know, if, you know, it's not, it's happened before, you know, you've seen a stable with a number of runners set up, like put pace into a race. Mm-hmm. We're not just going to be dictated to by their tactics. Um, you know, shout out to Grand Slam in the Cox Plate, but we will um, ride the race as it comes. We've got Craig Williams on, he's as good as it gets. He's got a great relationship with the horse. Um, we're just super right. excited. Like we, we paid nothing for this horse, Gareth, and expected nothing. You know what I mean? And we're yeah. running around on Saturday, a live hope in a group two. There's going to be a stack of us on course. You're going to be there. It's going to be fun. And we just hope, let's hope the gods, you know, Mary Poppins, Zeus, Bilbo Baggins, Gary Ablett Senior, they all shine upon yeah. us on Saturday so, and we get some luck. So just recap the three horses that you're playing here. Keats? I'm going to play Keats and deny knowledge. I'm very respectful of Stein and I agree with Kieran that that's their most likely winner. All right, then. Um, deny knowledge is $21 for Michael Kent and Josh Richards. Um, Dean Watling, what are you doing? Yeah, I think Keats is a really good bet in this race. Comes out of a really, really hot first up run. He ran a career peak of 96.1 there. He's come back better than ever on that race, like I mentioned, rated for the roof. And the biggest tick here, he has fitness. He has the race map advantage here. So I think tips are in his favour here. My only reservation and only concern is a horse coming out of a really fastly run race, sitting up on speed. Um, Second up, they can sometimes be flat. He's only had two weeks between runs. So... I don't know if Dicko can give us a little bit of an inkling there how the horse comes through the run, but I think he's a great bet at a big price here. I think um, he's going to start a lot shorter um, and he can be winning this race for sure. Um, look, all reports are positive. I don't think you really know until the sort of last 400 when they're all going for it, but he's eaten up, done everything that they can see that they, they measure a horse's recovery on. He's, he's ticked all those boxes. All right, Mickey Gannon, what are you doing? Fascinating race, G. Um, I will be sitting back cheering Keats with everything I've got. I think there's a horse here that could just come over the top. The boys haven't mentioned yet. Horse by the name of Surefire for Uncle Chris. It's just a genuine dry tracker. It's his first preparation or second preparation in Australia. Didn't get enough dry tracks. It's 1,400 to 1,800 metres. I think we're going to see this horse produce its uh, its career best peak in Australia on Saturday, and it's the one to beat. So uh, surefire on top of it, I'll be cheering Keats. So surefire Keats. Have you got any other horses you're playing here, Dino, with Keats? Uh, I think Amistri's the biggest danger, has an elite first up record. Jump out was good. So if I'm going to have play both, I'd probably have 25 the win on Keats and 25 the win on Amistri. Well, Dicko, we wish you the best of luck on behalf of everybody here um, from the weekend preview. Looking at the text message line, I think everybody's hoping that you run a great race. Um, that's a lie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, let's have a quick chat about if you've got a if you've got an opinion here. This is how we're going to play it, lads. If you've got an opinion here, say, um, tell us what your opinion is. If you haven't, we'll just leave that to the keeper. All right. Um, the Angus Amanasco Stakes for the Phillies. She's lickety split around $7, bet three six five. Laced up heels, $5. Luke Fernie, happy with her. Shuffle Dancer at three sixty. Royal Merchant at six fifty, And then Cool, um, cool Diet, $6. The horse is under double figures. Dicko? No, no, no. opinion. Mickey Gannon? 
Big opinion here, G. I think Cordai is the best bet of the day. This horse was enormous at Ramwick on the Kenzo track first up. Um, was well back to two forty to a dollar ninety, and they knew they knew the horse is flying. Yes, you know she's a th- you know, a three year old filly that has just won her maiden, but she's progressive. A lot of upside here, and I think she'll uh, put these away, mate. Dino, no, nah, no opinion for oh. me there, G. What about the mares race? Espiona's on the truck, so she comes to Sandown. She's about four forty, bet three six five. Barbrader's first up at four eighty. Chiraffe at four dollars. Then we go to Torjean at four eighty, Pride of Jenny at four sixty, Forbidden City at eight fifty. This is a competitive mares race, Dicko. I uh, just want to lay Espiona. I think right, she's then. a myth. Um, I think Barb Raider is a fair price, as is Forbidden City. Pride of Jenny will get the complete PR. Mickey, fascinating. Odero. Sorry, I'll go, G. So fascinating to see what Espiona does. Her peak and best run come at Flemington, the Melbourne way of going. This is the only second time she's done that. Um, so fascinating what she puts up, but she starts favourite every time and she's disappointing. So I can see Dicko's angle there. And I think Mickey G is not keen on this race. So let's have a look at the Zenative Stakes. You've got Queen of the the Ball at 480, Rich Fortune. Geez, I love her. She's at $5. Spacewalk at 330, recommendation at 650. And then we go, that's about all of the horses that are under double figures here. Who's got an opinion? Dicko? Yeah, I want to lay spacewalk. Hate the math. I love Queen of the Ball here. I think she gets some uh, big, big factors in her favor versus Rich Fortune. She gets a weight swing. She gets now race fitness, and she gets back onto the lakeside versus the hillside. Uh, I think she's going to be very, very hard to beat. Perfect draw, perfect rider. Uh, Rich Fortune's a nice horse in there or thereabouts, but Queen of the Ball should be closer to $3. Dino? Yeah, I think Rich Fortune's the best horse in the race, but like Dicko mentioned, Barry Nine's got to go back. Got a really good, strong tempo last start. Doesn't get that here. Queen of the ball, tactically versatile, gate 10, rolls across, sits up on pace, and was only just beaten by Rich Fortune. So I think Queen of the ball is a very easy bet to have in race four. Mickey G? Back two of them. Recommendation, good horse, Queen of the ball, probably better. They'll both roll forward. They'll be in the uh, perfect position to strike and if you're back on both you'll be winning G. Autumn Classic 1800 metres, Pericles 320 Hennessy Lad at 650 Mr Maestro at $5 Acosta at 750 then Osbred Rising Sun at $8 if you've got an opinion there lads let us know Dicko Rule number 67 when you can follow your money Pericles was not suited and very yep. brave last start I'm just going to stick fat, I'm going to have a good bet the two Pericles and I'm going to chop Save the All three right. Hennessy lad. All right, lads, what's your best at Sandown on a wonderful day's racing? I will start with you here, Dicko. Race four, number two, Queen of the Ball. Any other bets that you're having with a bit of confidence? Race five, the two, Pericles. Uh, very confident it's going to run a good race. Race six, I'm going to back the eight, Keats, and the 11, Deny Knowledge. In uh, the Blue Diamond, I'm going to back the 12, Steel City. In the good race, race eight, don't know what it's called. I'm going to back the one, I'm Thunderstruck, and the three, Mr. Brightside. And then in the blue diamond, G, I'm with Zoo Style, Uncommon James, Shooting for Gold, and Maliva Fresh. And that's me, G, at Sandia. Mickey Gannon? Yeah, Call Die, race two, number eight. Call Die is the best of them, G. And if we're looking for others, I think this race four playing the uh, queen of the ball and recommendation is a great way to make a profit at Sandia. And uh, Dean Watling? Yeah, race four, number two, queen of the ball. Race seven, number 12, Steel City. Race eight is my best. Number one, I'm Thunderstruck. And next best would be race nine, number 15, Star Patrol. Really keen on its chances. Race nine, number 15, Star Patrol. Can't wait for that sound down I like that bet a bit. Yes, there you go. Well, unbelievable. Dicko agreeing with Dean Watling. Um could get yeah. a huge price, Dana, too, you know. Yeah. Like, it could just drift, and it won't matter if it drifts. We need to take the news, boys, and we'll come back and have a look at Sydney straight after this. Great to be with you on this Thursday morning. This is the weekend preview. Um, Jack Dickens, Dean Watling, and Mickey Gannon with me on this Thursday. But the instructors, a big chance, of course, in the Blue Diamond on a Saturday afternoon, and uh, the new Magic Millions yielding opportunities are now available. So all you need to do is visit firstlightracing.com.au and Sam Kilgenny from First Light Racing joins us. Sam, good morning to you. We had your trainer, Gabe Waterhouse, on Giddy Up this morning, and boy, she's confident. 
about the instructor. Um, you must be excited about Saturday. Yeah, g'day, Gareth. Thanks for having me, mate. Very excited about Saturday. And um, I didn't hear her uh, this morning. I was obviously didn't have SEN track on, but I'm very buoyed to uh, hear about her confidence. Maybe you can tell me how confident she was. Yeah, she was climbing the hill on the way to do some <laughs> exercise. And um, she said that this horse is trained to the minute, will be on pace and will be mighty hard to beat. I think she's been pretty bullish about your horse's chances for a long time now. Well, I'm half the age of gay, mate, and should probably climb the hill quicker than <laughs> yes. me. But she's um, she has been very confident about this horse since day one. It, you know, it's a horse that, um, you know, we identified as an early type. He was a sale topper at the cutest sale last year. We, we'd always thought he'd run early, um, and, and we're with the with the lady of racing who can train him up uh, early. Her and Adrian Bott do a wonderful job of their two-year-olds and their, their season of their young horses and their older horses. They're just in absolutely flying form and hopefully we can get our bloke to uh, give Gay her first Blue Diamond uh, this Saturday. And obviously it's exciting for the group of owners. Tell us the story behind the instructor. Yeah, well, yeah, we bought him last March. So uh, Magic Millions is, is a big sale for us in January every year and, and January you obviously have the kind of the elite horses that might go early. They're the real kind of pumped up horses that look like they're the ready-made uh, horses to get back to the Magic Millions race as, as two-year-olds 12 months later. Sometimes the ones that don't make that sale fall into the March sale, which we call a cuter sale. Um, now, they're the ones that might be just a little bit, a fraction behind. They might have been born a little bit later. But with, with the instructor, he he was surprisingly wasn't in the Jan sale. But once we got to March and saw him, we clearly identified him as the best sort on, on type. Um, and obviously he's by Russian Re- Revolution, who's been doing great things. So he was a horse that we went probably a, a little bit higher than we usually would for at a horse at March, and he ended up being the highest price yielding at that sale. So we, we, we've loved him since day one, and it's great that he's now backing it up uh, on the track. What about, have we got any other ownership um, um, opportunities with First Light Racing so we can try and find an instructor? Well, well said, because he's obviously by Russian Revolution. We've actually just added a couple of more Russian Revolutions to the stable. Obviously, if you have success with the sire, it's often a good recipe to, to go again. Um, and we've added a, one with Gay and even a couple down in, in, in Victoria, one with Trent Bustedon as well. So there's a couple of new Russian Revolution yearlings that are on our website that if you just go to firstlightracing.com.au and check out the horses available. Have you got a winner for us, mate, from First Light Racing? Well, I think he had my business partner, Timmy, on this last He's week. He's on fire. He tipped Alva Dud. Um, I'm supposed to be the punter of the two of us, so I'm a little bit nervous. We we, we had a great weekend. Alva Dud obviously kicked off on the Friday night, bolting at the Valley, and then we had our old mate, Stuttering, who's who's going on 10-year-old um, winning, winning last week in Brisbane. So I'm going to go back to Brisbane for you. Uh, I won't make it the instructor. We're quietly confident, but he's in a, he's in a very, very strong blue diamond. I'll go... Doombin race two, number four, Namakwa. He's a horse that used yes. to run down in Melbourne for us. He's a Flemington winner. Um, he, he's been going super for Robbie Heathcote up there. He was a moral beaten last start. The young kid on him just didn't go at the right time and he, when he gave up the lead. But Jimmy Orman, a senior rider, is back on who's flying for Rob at the moment. Doombin race two, number four, Namakwa. He's our first light's best of the weekend. You're a star, Sammy. Good luck over the weekend, especially with the instructor, mate. No worries, mate. See you at the Emerald Gareth. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Sam Kilkenny from First Light Racing. New Magic Millions, yielding opportunities are now, are now available. So just visit firstlightracing.com.au. Those two lads do a wonderful job. We'll take a break and we'll come back and preview the big Sydney races at Randwick with the weekend preview team. Great to be with you this Thursday morning weekend preview time and make sure you join the EJ Witten Race Night, a charity event for rural prostate cancer on February 24th at Mooney Valley Racing Club. Enjoy dinner, racing and entertainment with fantastic auction and raffle prizes. Hear from racing experts, including the trainers of the Melbourne Cup winner, Gold Trip, of course, David Eustace and Kira Ma. Support the cause. Get tickets at ruralprostatecancer.org.au. Now, the weekend preview team, Jack Dickens, Dean Watling, Mickey Gannon with me. Let's have a look at the Chipping Norton, the Group 1 contest at Randwick on Saturday. Animo's $1.70. Mawunga at $9. We've got Laws of Indices at $19. Other horses with a chance, according to the market. Um, Al Bodegon at $19. Montefilia is back at 15 And then Fangirl 
at $8 hinged is at $11. Minky Gannon, you can kick off proceedings here. Great race, G. Um, the problem that is for most of these horses lining up is that they all met, or most of them met Animo last start and couldn't beat him. He's going to continue to progress as he goes as his best first up on, on the figures I've got here. The, his best first up uh, run so far. I don't know how they beat him, G. I really don't. As a horse, horses like Hinged, a horse like Fangirl, they just need to improve significantly. I think Mawanga is probably the one that might get over the top of those two. Um, bit of speed on up front, Knight's Order there, um, Arapahoa there, and then you've got Hinge that'll probably roll forward. And I think Animo, oh, J-Mac can just do as he pleases there. J-Mac said that he's never felt Animo better in track work when he wrote him the other day at Angus Banks, according to Vin Cox, Dean Watling. Yeah, fascinating. He was sort of trolled up the best he's ever tried up prior to that first up run. I know I harp on these Godolphin stats and their regression second up, but he's probably the opposite of that profile. I think if you're going to ever beat him, I think it is first up, and he's a horse who's going to take a lot of improvement out of that up to 1,600 metres. You go through every one of his preps, he's either um, bang on the mark, a similar rating to his first up run, or he improves. So that's a beautiful profile here. Barrier three, gets the run of the race again. Um, he's mighty hard to beat. I think the only horse potentially in the race that can knock him off is Hinge right down on the page. Loves the sting out of the, the track. Will be up on speed. Has that map advantage over Animo. Um, and she was really good first up. So I think Animo wins. Hinge is the only danger. And the, the wet track probably rules Fangirl out unless we get back to a good four. So, so what do you that's think, the way I saw it. How do you think the track will play then? Yeah, track should play really fair. You want to be off rails, lanes, three plus in the straight is really crucial, but you could win from anywhere. So I think it's a very fair track. I think the biggest inkling is you want to land off rails and you want to get to lanes three, four plus, um, probably further as the day goes on. All right, Dicko, does Animo get beat? I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm going to go against the driver. I know he thinks this is only the third best horse in the camp. Um, I know Dean doesn't like this horse's second up, but this is the second coming of God. He's a freak. He, he is a generational superstar. Just enjoy this. Just enjoy it. And right, God bless James and the Sheik for allowing us to watch this superstar race on. Um, if you were listening, Dano did say that Animo is a little bit different to the other Cadolphin horses. Second up, that's where mm. he's at his best, Dicko. Okay. Sounds yeah. a bit splintery to me, doesn't it? Look, well, oh, I'm just swivelly. you got to listen sometimes, Dicko, before you um, make a comment. I'm just pointing that out. Um, in secret, $2 in the surround. With bet three six five, Sue Gotcha's at five dollars. God help us. Sunshine in Paris, nineteen dollars. Ruthless Dames at a big price, fifteen dollars. All right then, Dicko, take it away. This is Godolphin's most exciting horse by an absolute mile. Um, this is a proper, proper horse. I don't care if it's second up or fifth up or whatever up. This is a beast. It's forms elite. It stood up again on Saturday in Melbourne. Like th this horse completely gapped Cool and Gatter, who won a Group One on Saturday. <laughs> don't think, just bet responsibly. How has this horse got a two in front of it? I don't understand. It opened two forty. What like, are they just, doing? Just bet responsibly, but have a really good bet. Anchoring all your multis. Um, I thought Cinderella Days and maybe Ruthless Dame for the Colt Maroostus were like the best sort of outside outside of it chances to include in like sort of. Um, you know, your exotic sort of place, G, but in secret is a proper, proper horse. What's it been beaten? It's been, it's lost two races in its career. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're keen on in secret, Mickey Gannon. He was excited. You're all over in secret as well, Mickey G. Great bet. They put up 240, ridiculous price. Should be $1.80, probably starts there. Uh, it was slow away last start and just, you know, Nash has said, let's just roll through your gears, put them away. Look, the margin wasn't gigantic, 0 0.2 lengths, but. She did enough. I've been saying this for weeks now, G. Before yep. first up, she's the best. She's the best three-year-old in the country, and I think she's the, she's the best filly or mare in the country. And she'll prove prove this again on Saturday, and she'll go on and continue to prove it throughout this preparation. You know, there's a couple of horses in here behind that have you know red flashing lights, a lot more love, Madame mm -hmm. Pomery, and then obviously Sunshine in Paris will probably enjoy the give out of the ground. But in in, in secret, will only bounce off that first up run, and they won't be beaten her. Dino. Yeah, fascinating betting race this. I'm wondering what the market does if Zugotcha missed the run first up, meets him here first up over the 1,400 metres, which isn't ideal. But what the market does with Zugotcha, I think, is the only danger to in secrets. Fascinating. My only reservation on in secret is 
the barrier, she missed a kick badly first up. She tends to do it a lot in the trials and in her races. Barrier four, if she misses it, she'll be cluttered up on the inside. I think that's the only way she gets beat. But she was phenomenal first up. She's the one that can be in the 14% second up for sure. She's got that um, profile that suggests she wasn't a taxing first up run. So I'm with the boys who make it a trifecta in secret, clearly on top. Love the confidence in the surround from our team in secret. Um, they're all over her to continue on her winning ways. We'll take a break. We'll come back with the team's best in Sydney. Host of text messages coming through. Plus, we've got our famous weekend preview multi. And Tommy Papley's pretty confident with the horse that Dicko wants to take on. So this will be interesting. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. This is the weekend preview on Giddy Up. Must be hard tipping horses every day, Gannon. Welcome oh. back to Giddy Up and, of course, the weekend preview. Um, Jack Dickens, let's have a look at, uh, I just want to have a chat. I, I won't go to you here, Dicko. I want to have a chat to, um, Dean Watling about Aww. skirt, the Lord, $2.60 Blanc de Blanc at three forties is a really good two year old race for the Phillies. Um, facile at $8, Lasago at $9. <laughs> um, what are you doing here, Dino? Yeah, really, really good race. Obviously, we got the Magic Millions two-year-old winner. Skirt the law come down. Tony Golan's been bullish. And the tick-over trial prior to this was absolutely enormous. Um, I think the only query for mine is going to roll to the front and probably lead and probably give Blanc de Blanc the perfect trail. And my yard mail first up at Blanc de Blanc was had a stack of improvement compared to learning to fly. They both went to the line together in the English Millennium. You can tie Lazago into that too, which was really good. I think the concerning one, Summer Loving, didn't like the trial at all the other day. Obviously, comes through the Magic Millions as well, but a little bit concerned of the trial. Um, keen to be with Blanc de Blanc. I think the map's perfect. Should sit in a 1-1, has a stack of improvement, and um, can knock off Skirt the Law here in the sweet embrace. Are we thinking about it again in the Liverpool Cup, Mickey Gannon? Uh, not for me, but I'll just tell you what, Jay, I just wanted to touch on I'm not concerned at all about Summer Lovers trial. I know it looks awful. This horse is ready to roll and it'll be going to the Golden Super and it'll be going very, very close. Okay. Uh, Gee, uh, think about it. Tell you what, this is a big, big step up now. It's been picking away at, at its races, going through its grades. Oh, mate, I can't have it possibly beating Gravina or Quantico off what they did first up. All right, then. And Gay Waterhouse, Dicko, was keen on bases loaded in the other two-year-old race, which is the Skyline Stakes, is her best for the day. So um, you can maybe follow Gay in there. Uh, well, Gallic, Gay is probably the epitome of positivity, so I, I wouldn't worry too much. And unfortunately, and you guys asked me to do six, seven, eight, and nine, so I've got an opinion on race six, G. Yeah, I'm going to back Blanc de Blanc big time, and okay. I like Facile, and I like Saltaire. I'm going to back all three, and I'm going to lay heavily skirt the mm -hmm. law. Like, you have to be a very good horse, don't you reckon, G, to, or G train, as I found out yesterday, yes. kick five and a quarter. Well done, full credit. Uh, you need to be a pretty good horse to win the Magics and then come back and do that, like Cool and Gutter. Yeah, I think she's pretty good. Skirt the law. She is might she cool and gutter? Yeah, I don't know. Well, she might be one out of the box. T goal and um, very good trainer. Very. She good might trainer. be a bit of the G trade, you know. She Five could. in the first quarter, then he went completely missing. Never oh, seen again. She, I would never have trialed as good as she did the other day. Um, Dicko, what about your best bet um, at Sydney, please? Uh, in secret. In secret. Um, Dino, what are you doing from a best bet point of view? Yeah, best bet, race seven, number one in secret. Race six, number two, Blanc de Blanc. And then race nine, number seven, Gravina should start favourite in the Liverpool City Cup. Oh, Gravina. Um, yeah, I like that push for Gravina. Mickey Gannon? Yeah, I can't wait. I hope this track comes up a soft fire for Gravina. That'll be fantastic. But I reckon the best bet of the day is in secret without a shadow of a doubt. And the best value play of the day, G. Uh, we're going to go race five, number two, yearning. They put up $17. That was a ridiculous price. The horse was flying yep. last federation in group, I think it was group two company. Yeah, I'm not too concerned about the draw. It'll find the middle of the track and it'll be uh, coming home very late. You're getting still getting $11, great each way bet. We've got a few text messages coming through. Hinge was huge last prep. Um, uh, just uh, a tad behind the absolute cream. Reminds me of Royal Descent a bit. That's from... Swanee, your thoughts there? We'll go to you here, Dicko. Um, sorry, I've been still thinking about you kicking five in the first quarter. What yep. was the question again? Um, Hinge was huge last prep. Yeah, like, but it's just up against the beast. Yep. Like, I, I, I don't feel sorry for connections because they've got they've got plenty, but you yep. almost do. Yep. Hey, g'day lads. Hope Keats gets up for Dicko. Look forward to the social media laugh if it gets up. Keep being you, Dicko. That's from 
Um, go Don's Posty Troy. Good on you, Posty Troy. Thank you, Troy. Um, I reckon Emissary is the bet of the day. Saturday first up in the Peter Young. We'll win. It'll be hard to beat in the Australian Cup. That's from Ronnie. Um, here we go. This is a whack for you, Dicko. But just be like, just embrace the criticism. Um, yeah. Dicko, you keep questioning Dino's tips um, and analysis, but he keeps winning. He can't help it. Keep working on those same races, champion. <laughs> you got champ too. <laughs> oh, yeah. if, if, you want, if you want me to sit here and listen to Nonny's text in and criticize me, and then you're going to finish with champion, what chance am I being quiet after that? Yes, that's I've a been good champ point. by Tom from Tamworth. Yeah. I, I liken Dicko on this program to the umpires in the AFL. Definitely provides plenty and plays an integral role, but the experience would be far less stressful without him. <laughs> that is good. Um, I love that, you, that Dicko. Can I play Can I play around a golf with you? There you go. Um, Simon Jones from Adelaide. G'day, Simon. Hey, what do you think of Rock and Hall's first up, Dicko? Uh, I would have um, – I will be having a small bet on it, Tom. Or um, Sorry, what was what the name? Simon, uh, Simon. Um, Simon, I just if I tipped too many horses at a big price, even though they're enormous prices, Gareth G Train gets confused and a little bit angry with me. So I left that one off, but I certainly wouldn't no, stop you, you back on hey, it. Dick, I've always said you be you. Don't don't <laughs> throw me under the bus. Now Tommy Papley, weekend preview multi. Race four number four, spacewalk at Sandown. He says we can make the decision, place or win, Tommy. The way you went last week, we'll make that horse a place. place. Um oh. <laughs> Dean Watling, what are you doing since you were superb last week for us? Um, I'm a bit scared, but race nine and number 15, Star Patrol for oh, place gosh. in oh, Oakley Dino, Plate. No, pick another. You're not having Star Patrol in Oakley Plate. No. All right. I'll go race four, number two, Queen of the Ball for place. Yes, that's oh. better. All right. Oh, yeah. Mickey Gannon? <laughs> uh, Dick, are you going to take in secret, mate, or should I? You can have it if you need it. I'll take in secret, mate, yeah. Yeah, in secret, the win. And Dicko, what are you doing? Reminds me, of, reminds me of Royal Liverpool when we're playing Wolf. Yeah. The best golfer, <laughs> the best tipster on the team. Sort of. Wolf is a game of golf, by the way. What are you, Dicko? <laughs> I'll have race, sand down, race five, number two, Pericles. We can have it to place. Let's just get one home. All right. Pericles. I need to change one too, Jay, because Queen of the Bulls in the same race as uh, Spacewalk. So I'll go Sydney, race nine, number seven, Gravina for place. Oh, Christ. Race nine, number seven, Gravina. All right, then it's a long wait. Um, oh, no. but it's been a lot of fun. Hey, Mickey, should yearning, um, be a bet there on Saturday or do you I mean, like you mirror vision more it. without a shadow of a doubt? Yeah. Get on, get on now. Cause I don't think it's going to start $11 dollars if it's single. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Dicko. I think what Mick's trying to say there, G, G train, yes. as you now know, is bet until it hurts responsibly yearning there on Saturday. Yeah. All right then, Dicko. Um, Dicko, I know that you're, oh, that's too long to answer. Because it's a long, long question, Locke. But I'll um, make sure Dicko um, texts you after the show. Hey, um, good on you, Have you picked Dicko. a winner for golf? Good luck with Keats. Who wins? I reckon... I reckon... Um, the umpire won, surely. That is the best text I've ever heard. Yeah, all right. The umpire can get it. Yep. Whoever sent that in, to... whoever sent that in, email me jack at themailbag.com.au and I'll, I'll try and sort you out hey, if you Dick, live in Victoria. Dicko, good luck with Keats, mate. We'll be cheering. I love you guys. Good on you, Dino. Okay. Good on you, Mickey G. Great tip off. We can get your services. Just go to greattipoff.com and subscribe to you. The best 25 bucks you'll spend, Mickey G. Thank you, boys. All right. And Dino says he's filled up with all these subscriptions, so don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's news time.